1: let's spend a little bit of time talking about some of those issues that can get under your skin by way of doubt. Now, sometimes people think about doubts and they say, oh, I shouldn't ever have doubts as a Christian. Well, those doubts often lead you to a deeper faith in Christ when you seek answers to those things. And those things have real answers, real answers that show God is real and that he is at the helm of world history. Kristen Young back with us today. She's the author of a book called What If?, dealing with doubt. Let's talk a little about science today. Hello, Kristen. Welcome back to 2020. Thanks for having me, now. Kristen, you took some time in your book, What If?, dealing with doubts, to talk about the question, what if science gets rid of God? I'm sure there are people who think that science already has gotten rid of God because uh, oftentimes school curriculums like to leave God out of the whole issue. Uh, but what do you start off with when you address this question, what if science gets rid of God?
2: Um, yeah, well, when I started the chapter on this book, I, I must admit I went into it with great fear and trepidation because I'm no scientist and so I had to make sure I checked all of this information with friends who are Christians and who are experts in their fields. Um, so I guess what I'm saying to to others is what's been passed on to me, if you like. The short answer, I suppose, is that science doesn't get rid of God. So the answer is no, and you can kind of stop there. No, <laughs> <not> really. <laughs> yep. um, it's, it's more a question of worldview than an issue of whether science has eliminated God.
1: Kristen, science, though, doesn't replace God because it's a useful tool for describing the universe, uh, and it doesn't replace God, but God actually enhances our understanding of the universe.
2: Absolutely. Um, I mean, John Lennox is a really good person to go to for these kind of questions. Um, And I'm incredibly grateful that there are really intelligent men such as John Lennox who who are investigating these sort of things. And one of the things he said, and and other people have also agreed, is, is that the very reason we can investigate the universe is because it is orderly it's been put in place by an orderly creator. You know, if, if, if our universe was a chaotic accident, then it would be very difficult for us to investigate it or even to have the understanding or the consciousness that we can investigate it, you know. Um, that's a bit philosophical, isn't it? But it, science is an amazing way of seeing this wonderful world that God has given us. And, and it is a useful tool, but it's really important to remember that it is limited. You know, we, we, I think sometimes because the physical universe is so huge, we think that science is, is somehow then a tool for investigating everything. <laughs> but, but the limits of science are in fact limits. You know, science is limited to investigating physical realities and physical, um, aspects of this world and universe we live in. And we know as Christians that there are parts of our existence and parts of our experience that aren't actually physical. You know, our when you um when you talk about love, for example, there's certainly physical aspects to, to love, aren't there? You know, you you see the person you love and your heart starts beating faster and your blood starts running and, you know, your face gets hot and all that sort of thing. So there's physical aspects. But if you wanted to describe love in purely physical terms, then you wouldn't end up with things like poetry and uh, love stories. And, you know, there, there's parts of our existence that are way beyond just the physical. And I think we make a mistake when we then think that science investigates everything that exists.
1: And of course, uh, when we're asking that question, what if science gets rid of God? And we started off by saying, well, no, science doesn't get rid of God because these are, in some respects, you're comparing two different types, there is a sense, isn't there, that God is has revealed himself as the incomprehensible God. And so science, in its finiteness, can't necessarily describe God and his greatness and in his infinite power and might and uh, all of those things that we understand about God because God is somewhat different from this physical world.
2: Yeah, I mean, God is is spirit. And I think in the last episode I might have mentioned that When you're looking for the builder of a house, you don't look for the builder embedded in one of the walls. You know, the builder is separate from the house. And God is is spirit and therefore separate from the physical universe. He's not a wall in the house, if you like.
1: Uh, let me take you back to something you said just a few moments ago, uh, talking about the real conflict, not between God and science, but between worldviews. Mm. How does that all sound? How does that fit when we understand this, uh, this conflict, not between God and science?
2: Yeah, well, I think um, science is fairly neutral sometimes, <laughs> um, a, well, a lot of the time. If you're looking at how things work, for example... Say you were investigating how a caterpillar transforms from, you know, the little crawly worm into a butterfly. That doesn't change whether you think it's an accident or whether you think it's designed by God. The conflict comes when you start to interpret the hows. You know, when you start to ask, ask questions like, why did this start happening in the first place? Or, you know, what's the cause? As Christians, we would say, "God is behind it, God made it, God set it going, you know he He made it so that a caterpillar you know makes a chrysalis and and totally dissolves into goo and then becomes a, a beautiful butterfly, And isn't that all amazing? But there are people who have particular worldviews that look at that and then their worldview informs their interpretation. A naturalist worldview, says that natural phenomena must always be determined by natural causes, um, and there can never be any outside cause. Carl Sagan was, was a fairly famous naturalist in this sense, when he said, the cosmos is all there is, was, and ever will be. You know, he said, that's all, you know, physical stuff, nothing else. Um... Other other scientists have been a little bit more balanced, I suppose you could say. Stephen Jay Gould, who was a, an agnostic, he wasn't a Christian, he just said, you know, science can never adjudicate God's existence because it's outside the bounds of what science is. You know, we need to look elsewhere if we want to find that.
1: Well, we started off our conversation saying, what if science gets rid of God? and uh, discovered that science doesn't get rid of God but I think we're finishing with the idea that a world view might get rid of God in the mind of individuals and that's something I guess we need to guard against and I I guess you do that by building a Christian world view how do you suggest people get the right world view when it comes to how they deal with this issue?
2: Well I think... You know, again, one of the first places to start is with the Bible. You know, look at what the Bible says, um, understand the the different genres of the Bible. Um, in in my chapter on science, I've I've made it. Uh, well, I, I've said that there are a number of different views. You know, there are Christians who hold to particular views of uh, creation and evolution or lack of evolution. And so if this is an area that you're interested in, start with the Bible, read the Bible. I've got resources at the end of the chapter on science for further reading. You know, some very, very intelligent and wise Christians who have trained in science. You know, they're they're lecturers at universities um, and they know what they're talking about and they can explain how to be thinking in a scientific way as a Christian.
1: Wise words, Kristen Young, because uh, most people these days would tend to think, well, we start with science and we'll bring the Bible in later. What you're saying is if you want to have a worldview and you want to understand the interpretation of the facts as you might see them in science, uh, start with God and you'll see things a whole lot differently. Mm. Kristen Young, the author of the book called What If? Dealing with Doubts. and You can get a hold of it at the CEP store or Koorong. It's available in paperback. Kristen Young, great talking to you. Thanks so much for being with us again today on 2020.
2: And thanks for having me now.